Lance and Ringo Tales Tale 2 The Overthrow Plot Written and narrated by Bria Burton A family-friendly pet story And so the story begins with an interview In the living room I'm sitting at my desk with a notebook and a pen. My pets, Lance and Ringo, are about to tell me a story that illustrates how they don't always get along. I'm one of their humans. I'll provide a few details from my perspective, too. The male, my husband, and the female, me, are used in place of our real names. Lance, a black and white English Springer Spaniel, lounges on a leather recliner. Ringo, a long-haired gray and white domestic cat, hides inside his house, which is actually the lid to a litter box with a plastic door that swings on a hinge. It sits on a blanket in the middle of the floor. Question for Lance and Ringo. Do you two get into disagreements? Oof, we agree on most things. Ringo inside his house. We argue all the time. Lance jumps down from the recliner. Will you come out of there, Ringo? Lance shoves his head in Kitty's door. Please. Let me think. No. Lance lifts his head out. Come on, it's time to tell another story. Lance lies down. Oof, you're being a kitty baby. Ringo swats the plastic door. You're the big puppy baby. I like telling stories about our younger days. We used to fight, but not anymore. Ringo swatting the door. Says you. Lance, tail wagging. Now we're brothers and best friends. You're living in a dream world. Didn't you know that I tried to get rid of you once? No, you would never do that. I did, and not just you. That's silly. Ringo sighs and steps out of the house. Oh, really? Let me tell you how it happened. The male has a tormentor. The male worked evening hours and sometimes night shift while I worked weekdays at an office. Our beloved pets, Lance and Ringo, were rarely home alone. Best of all, they always had each other. One afternoon, I opened the door and the male greeted me with a frown. He stood in the kitchen pointing down at the floor. I rushed over to see what was the matter. Ringo sat on the tile looking up at me. The gray fur over his eyes and nose with the white on his chin resembled a mask. He looked like a little bandit. Aww, bundle. We came up with several nicknames for him. The male called him Ninja Pants because his long hair made him look like he was wearing pants, and he pulled ninja moves on Lance when they wrestled. I called him Bundle because he was my bundle of joy. Oh no. The male shook his head. Your cat was not a bundle today. He was a terrorist. I wondered what he meant. 
How could this adorable furball be anything but delightful? During the interview, I asked Ringo to shed some light on why the mail had labeled him an agent of terror. Ringo plays to win. It was day 105 living with my female. I called her catnip because she smelled just like the stuff. That male lived here too. I called him Hairball. He belonged to my adopted brother Lance. And I stress, adopted. Sometimes catnip left for hours and hours while Hairball stayed home. I didn't understand. Why did she leave me with that giant thorn in my paw? I became angry when she drove away in the car. Hairball always played with Lance. They were like two fleas on a fat cat. I wanted catnip in the house all to myself. The thought started as an idea. Then the idea moved into a plan. All to myself meant getting rid of Hairball and Lance. Hairball came in from the garage with a stack of papers in his hands. He set them on the table and walked into the kitchen. I formulated steps, focusing on Hairball for now. How far would I have to go? I would start small, something that would test his patience. I leaped onto the table. The papers looked appetizing. Were these instructions? Perfect. I chewed on the top sheet, chomping my way across it. The writing wouldn't be legible. Hairball shouted, Hey! He scooted me off the table. I hopped onto the kitchen counter where he had set an empty cereal box. Hmm. I glanced over. Hairball tried to piece together my handiwork. Failing, he stormed out of the room. I grinned. Then I lifted a paw and batted the cereal box. It fell over. I jumped atop the cardboard. My long and sharp claws shredded the box like confetti. I threw bits onto the floor. This was actually fun and a good workout. In a moment, Hairball re-entered with tape in his hand. No, he shooed me off the counter. I jumped onto the floor, noticing that his face had gotten as red as Lance's Kong toy. <laughs> this pleased me, and I waited. Hairball shook his head. He threw away the cereal box and the bits on the floor. Next, he taped his instructions back together. In the kitchen, he pulled out deli meat from the fridge. He opened the pantry. This was no good. I needed him to leave forever, and he seemed to be making a sandwich. He wasn't going anywhere. I bounded back onto the counter next to the meat. I chewed the plastic. When I punctured a hole, a scrumptious chicken scent wafted out. I planned to eat all of it, but felt a hand on my side. He nudged me down again. Meow! I pouted. What could I do to make him mad enough to leave and never come back? Hairball carried his sandwich, the instructions, and a soda into the other room. I followed, watching his every step. In front of the coffee table, he sat on the couch, spreading out the instructions. He munched on the sandwich, paying me no attention. My head just breached the table with his display. 
instructions, sandwich, soda. I hopped onto the coffee table, gazing at the drink can. I stared at Hairball. Hairball stared back. I stared at the soda again. I lifted my paw and whacked the can as hard as I could. Success! I knocked over the drink and soda spilled over his instructions. Two for one! Ringo! Hairball cried. You terrorist! How rude! He was the one living in my house. Murr! I growled, running off into the kitchen. After all my hard work, Hairball stayed. He cleaned up the mess and carried his soda-stained instructions into the garage. On the other side of the door, I heard loud buzzing noises. Maybe a swarm of bees attacked him in there. Sadly, when he came inside, he looked unharmed. I had to think of something that gave him no choice but to go away and never come back. Outside, Lance barked at the sliding glass door. Hairball let him in and my adopted brother ran up to me. What you doing? Let's play. He bowed, wagging his white-tipped black tail high in the air. I'll be speedhound. You be lumpy and I'll chase you. Without waiting for me to answer, he nipped and nudged. I ran. I wasn't in the mood to be chased or play make-believe. When would Lance stop pretending to be Speedhound? The real Speedhound was a superhero, and Lance was neither super nor a hero. But Lance gave me an idea. A brilliant, foolproof idea. If it worked, both Hairball and Lance would be gone forever. Catnip and I would live happily ever after without them. I leaped onto the leather recliner. Lance, how would you like to meet the real Speedhound? The humans make a discovery. The male stood at the slider waiting for Lance to come in from the yard. Ringo batted a mouse toy around the living room floor. The story about him tormenting the male made me laugh. Rascal. The male opened the slider and yelled, Lance. I bent to scratch Ringo's neck. He's been out there a long time. I don't see him. The male stepped outside and yelled for Lance again. Oh no. He widened his eyes, looking shocked while smiling at the same time. It couldn't be too terrible, whatever he saw. Come here. I picked up Ringo, holding him against my chest. I stepped through the door, hugging him tight so he wouldn't run away. In the yard, I saw nothing strange at first. Then Lance poked his head up from the ground. He looked like a gopher. We walked to the tunnel he had burrowed in the grass. It went underground, hiding Lance completely when he went inside. The male looked more pleased than angry. He built himself a puppy cave. When Lance destroys the yard, it's a cute cave, I teased. But when Ringo acts a little feisty, he's a terrorist. Yep, the male agreed, nudging me. That's about right. During the interview, I asked Lance to shed some light on why he dug a cave in the backyard. 
Lance just wants to have fun. Come on, Ringo. I bucked and bounced in front of my little brother. Chase time. I would pretend to be my favorite superhero, Speedhound. Ringo would be Lumpy, the hare-brained sidekick to Speedhound's arch-nemesis, Killshelter. To get my brother moving, I nudged his behind. Ringo ran, crying, Lance, I'm not in the mood. I'm not Lance, I'm Speedhound. I'll get you, Lumpy. I barked right on his heels. His furry tail swatted my face. He leaped on top of the leather recliner. Out of my reach. You can't stay up there forever. On his perch, Ringo stared down at me. I'm not lumpy, and stop calling yourself Speedhound, it's ridiculous. What if the real Speedhound ever came to town? He asked. I tilted my head at him. I am the real Speedhound. Ringo yawned. Uh-huh, right. Fine. I rubbed circles on the floor with my paw. I'm not the real Speedhound, but I could be as fast as him someday. No, Ringo said, licking the end of his tail. I wanted to bop his furry head, brother or not. I bumped the recliner with my paw, hoping he'd fall. The chair rocked. Ringo braced himself, squatting low. Gosh, he had good balance. Nice try, Lance. How would you like to meet the real Speedhound? I bounced with excitement. Yes. Why hadn't I thought of that before? I could race him in the yard. And get his autograph, said Ringo. If Hairball hangs his dog scratch in one of those frames, that's one less picture of him with catnip. Ever since we first met, I allowed Ringo to use his silly nicknames for our humans, even though his weren't as good as mine. Hairball and catnip? So weird. I called them Earthworm Man and Mousy Girl. E and M for short. They looked nice in their pictures together, but Ringo had a brilliant idea so I didn't argue. How do animals get Speedhound to come? I thought about it. They cry for help and he rescues them. Ringo bobbed his head back and forth. But you don't need help. Think, Lance, why would he come here? I strained to think, feeling tension in my brain. It was hard to plan. My backside itched. I turned to gnaw the spot and licked off a dead flea. Ha! Another one bites the dust. Doesn't he live in a cave? I swung around. Yeah. Maybe if you build a cave here, he would use it to rescue animals in our neighborhood. Awesome, I cried. The real speedhound would visit if I made a cave. I wagged my tail, overjoyed. Suddenly, Ringo growled low in his throat. Murr. Behind me, my favorite human in the whole world walked through the door. Eee! I ran to greet him. He knelt, tapping his chest. 
I jumped up, placing my paws on his shoulders for a hug. I loved his earthwormy smell. Yum. As he stroked my back, I nestled into his neck. I love you, E. Pathetic, Ringo mumbled. I ignored him, and E led me to the slider. Yes, let me out. I was eager to start building the cave. The sooner the better. Outside, I immediately went to work. Dig, 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 dig. Interview conclusion. Question for Lance and Ringo. What did you learn from each other? Lance, paw raised. Ringo, I'm confused. Ringo, lying on his back, paws in the air. That's normal for you. In your story, you wanted E to leave forever? And you. You didn't want Speedhound to come? I did want Speedhound to come. It was all part of my plan. Lance shakes his head. What plan? Ringo rolls onto his side, sighing. It was going to be so simple. Once Speedhound came here, he would think Hairball was his arch-nemesis kill shelter, and he would arrest him. Why would Speedhound think that? The kitty stares off. Ringo? I was going to cry for help and say kill shelter was attacking me while pointing at Hairball. Oof, hey, not nice. Listen, Speedhound would have hired you to be his sidekick. Lance, tail wagging. I'd make a great sidekick. Then I would have had catnip all to myself. Lance frowns and points his paw at the kitty. Wait, the cave? You were using me. Ringo yawns. Now he gets it. Yes, to get rid of both of you. How could you? E is my favorite human in the world. I would never try to make M leave even if I didn't like her because you love her. Ringo jumps on top of his house. That's reassuring. Lance stamps his paw. But you would do that to me, even though I love E. I tried but failed. That's right you failed, making me think Speedhound would come visit. I thought the cave would make him come, too. See if I trust you again. Ringo nudges the dog with his paw. Come on, big brother, you'll trust me again by tomorrow. Lance turns around, tail to the kitty. No, I won't. You need to earn back my trust. No one earns your trust. You give it away like Halloween candy. Lance over his shoulder. Huh? You know, on Halloween, catnip and hairball hand out candy to kids. But with you, it's Halloween every day and you give out your trust instead of candy. Lance tilts his head. E and M do what? Uh, never mind. E pours food into the dog bowl. I'm so mad I could just... Dinner! The dog darts to the bowl. That's all it takes. He forgot he's angry. Oh, Lance. Nom, nom, nom.
Nom, Lance nom, devours nom, the food. Nom, 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 nom. What were we talking about? You should go build another cave for Speedhound. When he gets here, you'll be ready to join him as a sidekick. Lance runs to the slider. Good idea! Maybe it will work this second time around. Ringo rubs his paws together. I'm counting on it. The end. This audio recording is narrated by the author. The Overthrow Plot is a short story in a collection. Each story is a fun tale about Lance and Ringo, my pets. Although their adventures were derived from actual events, each story is a work of fiction. This audio recording is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. That means you can share it with anyone, but do not sell it or change it. So please, do share the story. To read more adventures from Lance and Ringo, visit the Lance and Ringo Tales blog. That's www.lanceandringotales.blogspot.com www.lanceandringotales.blogspot.com The music in each episode is provided by Music for Makers. Thanks for listening.